podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues Podcast. Tonight, I'm joined by Paul and Melinda. Hey. If you haven't noticed, and a popular voice, I'm Jamie. <laughs> um, you always uh, forget that bit, don't you, mate? Everton. That's it. Never shone so shone brightly. Shone so brightly. Everton. Everton. Spin it off the blues. the blues. That's it now. You know what, Paul? Hey, we've Don't had to get out of that. Rain on our parade. <laughs> <laughs> no, we listen. have to take in all these moments while they're present. Okay, thank you. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Just a little side note before we start. We've all got the Southampton Forest game on in the background. So if for some reason we have a little mad attack, then something's happened. Yeah, there's a goal gone in or something. So there you go. If, if, there's, that, some, if, if there's like a random pause, we've we're just yeah. we're just taking in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But Everton have won a game and we scored five oh goals. Oh my God. I can't believe it. Five goals, guys. Five, five whole five ass brilliant goals. goals. Absolutely brilliant goals. Thank you very much. Yes. Just, oh my God. I'm, I'm in shock, guys. How are you guys feeling? I am literally shooketh to my core. I'm still sweating. Yeah. How's I'm sweating. I have I've been... Mad. I think I've told these about a hundred times. I've been sick all week, but I, I don't feel sick now. That was uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I needed. That yeah, I mean, the best medicine. That means absolutely and, amazing. That antibiotics as well. Nah, a toffee's yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, honest to God. Antibiotics, no, thank you, Dwight McNeil. Yes, please. Wait, get in. <laughs> so I put that. We'll just go through the initial like, sort of reactions of, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Brighton 1, Everton 5. Um, a Brighton, a Hove Albion 1, Everton 5. <laughs> Everton have uh, actually won a game of football. It's been away from home. scored more than one goal that wasn't a pen. Aye. <laughs> didn't score that. I didn't need a pen, did me. No. <laughs> and even, even, even their goal was the spawniest, stupidest goal you've ever seen. I know it was just, I know that's what's frustrating. That was probably the only only thing that you could probably take away, but I'm not even that last. No. Um, Paul, ah, I don't even know where to go with that one. Where did that even come from? In what universe did he pluck that out of? I know. It was just an um, amazing start. I always worry when Everton score in the first minute, it always takes me back to Lewis Sahar at Wembley. I think it does for yeah. most Evertonians. You think we've scored too early there, but. What a turn from Carver Lewin as well. Wow. Just to get us in on goal like that. Um great start. And then I think the players were like enthused by that. I think he thought, well, these these like to build it up slowly. We can just get these on the break. We've got the pace to do, we've got the players to do. It was just a fantastic performance. Um first half performance, I mean, it was like you were scratching your eyes, you're like, is this Everton? Is it actually Everton Football Club? And it was just there's a lot to go into, so I won't, I won't steal anyone's thunder. But what a, what a, what a fantastic, especially first half. 
brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Well, Melinda, we did the preview, didn't we? With uh, mm. Canadian G, and I think at the end we both sort of said tongue in cheek. We'll be back through the week for a dominating Everton performance to talk about and bring on Manchester City. I think that I think someone was listening because I don't know. I can't explain that. Can you? Yeah, Sean Dyche definitely listens to the Paddock Blues podcast. I'm just going to throw that out there, but uh, <laughs> we're huge. We're massive. Um, I, I just, uh, I I am speechless. Like I'm speechless. Like I feel like that actually did not happen. You're right. I feel like I'm going to like get, I'm going to wake up. My alarm's going to go off and it's, I'm going to wake up. It's going to be Monday. And it's like, repeat the day that, because that did not actually just happen. But uh, honest to God, like we were, unreal today like what what a team of lads like that was that performance was just fantastic to be also away from home as well you know I mean I know our away record is not great um Brighton are a really really good team as well yeah exactly and I I just wow like I just yeah and as Paul said I don't want to get into too too much you know we'll we'll get to you know, players individually, and we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. But I really just have to say, Jordan Pickford, like, yeah. oh my actual god, that game easily could have could have been equaled at three, like three three. You know, I, I, it definitely could have been. And um, we are where we are because of Jordan Pickford. He, honest to God, is probably our our top player. Well, I mean, Dwight McNeil was fucking brilliant yeah. today, but um, no, he was just. I just have to say, Jordan Pickford, like, absolutely phenomenal. I just, yeah. I don't even know why it's a question of who is, is yeah. England's number one. It's clear as day. It's Jordan Pickford. It's Jordan Pickford. It's come Pickford. up again, hasn't it? Last yesterday, I mean, Arsenal played Newcastle. And then two goalkeepers have made really good saves, done their job. But then it's, oh, who's, yeah. who's, who's England's number one? And you're like, well, there's England's number one. Yeah. He's just played for Everton. Well, and we, we, we said this before. Look at the team. Look at the team that's in front of Ramsdale. Look at the team that's in front of Nick Pope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, we were a fantastic team today. Do not get me wrong, but that's sorry, but it's rare for us to have a performance like that. So look at the team that's typically in front of Jordan Pickford and how well he does perform. So you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, James Tarkovsky again today was absolutely brilliant. Oh yeah. my god, he was brilliant today. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take up too much time because I could just yeah. let you sit here and talk about all the players <laughs> all day. I'm just so impressed with them. Why can't we always just? Win? Why can't we always perform like that? Yeah. Don't always have to win, but like you know that performance is just—it was just magical. That was that was sex on the pitch today, <laughs> clear as day, right there. Just dreams do come true sometimes, you know. I've got a question. Do you think he's given to fan pressure with Michael Keane? Because there's no way I I I I expected to see him on that team sheet today. I think most of us did, didn't we? And yeah. he put Yanni Mina in. Do you, or do you think it's just a thing? He's looked back at the video from the last game and thought, I've got to take it out. Do you think? Or do you Jamie, think you give into fan pressure? Do you think so, Jamie? Jamie, you, you, you go first, yeah. Um, I don't think it's fan pressure because, you know, he's a bit of a, he's a stubborn manager and he's been around the block. And, but I think you're right, Paul, and the way he's, he'll analyse everything. You know, he'll analyse, he'll get all the anal- 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 analysis from the last few games. And, it becomes a, a must, you know what I mean? Any manager looks and goes, this lad, we've conceded more chances now since he's been in the team and he did before he was in it. We've got to take him out. You know, and I, and I like that about Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche's got to get a lot of credit for today. 
you know, he's made that big decision. We all didn't think he, he would. Um, and I think he, he, he's he's got to get a lot of credit. We sort of give him a little bit on the last one, the last pod we were on, because he deserved it. But not to take Michael Gain out today, I think he deserves credit. Yeah. I mean, Yeri Mina was just like he's never been away, hasn't he? I mean, that's why exactly what people, he is, isn't people, he? people argue say he's the best defender in the team. I think you don't. I think he is. I think mm. he is the best actual defender. But it made Tarkovsky look a lot better as well, in my opinion. Look solid. Yeah. Absolutely so solid. It was just. Uh, there's one person I want to touch on. Um, and I'll ask the. Can I touch on your Amina before we? Oh, sorry, go on. on. Yeah, sorry, Melinda. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, literally, that was like the King Yerald effect, and I stand by that statement. I'm not even joking. Like I, I do think he brings such a like leadership a dominance in like not like a very obvious way but I just I just think he gives some kind of power on the pitch like honestly we are a different team when Yuri Mina is in that in that starting lineup 100% when he's fit when Calvert-Lewin's fit now we've got James Tarkovsky in there as well we do really have some true leaders and I do think that it was proven today on the pitch today it was just it worked it worked because I think we have the right energy is now coming together it's just too bad we didn't figure this out well however many games ago one nil nottingham forest okay that's fine sorry we've done our job we've done our job um we don't we you know what we've got to do now is keeping our hands and keep going yeah yeah, you're spot on about mina as well by the way spot on everything you say he's fun to watch as well isn't he yeah, he's a bit it's of a shit house, but yeah, he's great. Fun to watch, he? yeah. We need it. We need yeah. that. Though. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that because yeah. it, it it sort of suits our way the way we need to play. You know, winding up the opposition, sort of getting in their ears, getting in their head, doesn't it? And we're too comfortable yeah. at times to play against. We're too nice and too easy, and I think that's where sometimes you lose games because teams will the quality will come through, but everything sort of roll over and die. And it doesn't seem like that attitude. In our two games, that attitude seems to have gone. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. obviously a massive result in the Leicester game earlier on in the day and they must have took I think when that result come through, I was like, oh, you know, do the players look at it now and go, Well, we can get we can go to City now we'll... but they didn't. They were like, Oh wow, let's take this advantage of this. How many times have we all watched Everton and gone, If we beat these, we go twelfth and they get beat? Just because yeah. that extra little bit of pressure from any weekend results they can't handle. They've just certainly handled it. In a team, by the way, you're a very good football team, you know, which we've got to, again, we've got to touch on. It's not just, we haven't just beat no marks here. These are, they're FA Cup semi-finalists. They're going for Europe. You know, did they, yeah. the, did they gone to the top six tonight? I just, before we go, we'll go into individual performances because um, I think they all deserve credit and every one of them was brilliant. But there's a lot that Everyone was a bit apprehensive when Coleman got injured. Everyone was a bit like, oh, he was, for me, he looked like a young Seamus Coleman today. Nathan Patterson. I thought he was, I thought that with Soma, who's, um, was meant to be this best boss winger. Just put him in a skyrocket. Yeah, you, you know what, Jamie? I was seeing a lot of stuff on on Twitter about, how they didn't think Patterson was having a very good game. I do, I do admit, you know, I think it did take him a, about the first maybe 15, 20 minutes to kind of get into into gear properly. But I honestly thought he was brilliant today. 
Like Mm -hmm. honestly, overall, all in all, all things considered, I really do think that he had a great performance. He was getting the encouragement from, um, you know, Jordan Pickford, Tarkovsky as well. Like they were, you know, kind of, you know, giving him, I think the, the encouragement and the, you know, kind of ongoing like time on the back and things like that throughout the game, which I think, I mean, mentally we, we know that football is a, it's a very physical game, but it's also a big a mental game as well. Right. Emotional game. And what's happened with oh, Coleman has been really tough. It's not as bad as we had hoped, but we do not think we'll see him again this season. We, we, we definitely won't. I don't think. Um, so I think Patterson kind of stepping into that is obviously a big ask because Coleman is just a legend. You know, um, so I think him getting that support from his teammates today was huge and did help him along on, on his way throughout the match today. Yeah. Paul, what, what would you say about Nathan Patterson's performance today? Yeah, I thought you were brilliant. I thought early, early on, I thought that Matoma looked um, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but then Patterson grew into the game. And as you say, he had him in his back pocket all the way through the game. I thought he just got, you see his fitness is returning. A bit more confidence. Alex will be helping him out as well. Uh, Yerry yep, Mina's next, next to him, probably speaking to him all the way through the game. But yeah, I thought if it weren't for the goal scorers, then Nathan Patterson was probably the best Everton player on the pitch for me, like definitely. Yeah, 100%. Nathan, uh, we've spoken about Pickford and how you know, he's crucial to, to this football club uh, and this team. You know, he's captain for a reason, which, with a few big players as well. And we, I'll just move into midfield. This is like, you know, addressing game was brilliant. I think me and you, Adam, out of the team, Melinda, and I'll leave you. So we do apologize, but <laughs> no, I kept him in. You know, I I the, the first player, the, the guy I'm going to mention now. Oh, shoot. I... oh sorry. <laughs> Whoopsie, sorry. Um... Maybe Dyche does listen to the Paddock, Paddock Blues podcast, JK. <laughs> <laughs> It's reverse psychology, it's reverse psychology anyway. Yeah, just to make them play well. That's why. That's why you said it. I just yeah. thought he he was outstanding today. He was. I can't just... believe he scored that volley. I can't believe it. Oh, when it came when it came yeah. to him, I thought, "Don't do it!" And he, he just caught it. Sweet. No, if any other player scores that, it's been yeah. it's getting shown around the world. You know yeah. what? Like the the calmness, the composure, the it was just in that he was just cool as a flipping cucumber in that moment and I was like oh my god how did he just do that how did as he cool, just pull that off as cool as a cucumber sorry you <laughs> did not there's the title then so... there you go <laughs> that's the title also, I, I always forget that like he has an accent every time I hear him speak I'm like oh Dukes yeah, he's just, speak, just speak to me all day lad speak to me all day music to my ears <laughs> he's a, just... he has a lovely voice well, Paul, I think you're, you've been quite a big fan of Decoray. You've sort of stood by him when, you know, even when Lampard sort of throws him out. But I think, I? <laughs> I think enough. I don't, I can't remember that, like, you going in hard on him. I always think you're yeah, I've, gone, you're I've, I've gone in hard on a lot of Everton players. I, I mean, you can find a tweet from me saying, yeah, you can find a tweet from me that says, unpopular Everton opinion, Nathan Patterson is shite. And Dwight McNeil's crap. You've no, I might have been. Before. I might have been a little bit drunk when I sent that one out. I have said Dwight McNeil was was a crap, crap. Shouldn't be in the team. Championship yeah. standard. But listen, I, I will eat me humble pie. He can ram it right down me throat if he wants. I don't care. That's all I want is to be proved wrong <laughs> by these by these Everton players. 
absolutely fantastic today. I've uh, what Decore, yeah. I mean, he compliments Carvet Loon really well. The two of them up there, he's sort of like a um, like a shadow striker, isn't he? Like a, do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's like his, he's like his strike partner, and I just think um, I think we're seeing the player that we originally bought from what we thought we were buying from Watford. I think he's been asked to do different roles for Everton. He's been asked to sit in midfield. He's been asked to play in it. He can't play in a two. We all know that. He just uh, he hasn't got the tactical awareness, in my opinion, to play in a two. So, given a little bit of a free role like that, absolutely brilliant and definitely a game changer today. Long may it continue. Fantastic. Yeah, he was he, he was brilliant and he's a contender for man of the match, which I'll ask you in a minute. And there's a lot. It'll be an hard one to ask. Um, but we'll move on to. The, I think he got man of the player of the match at, at the um, at the at BT, yeah, yeah. Dwight McNeil, uh, Dwight wow, McMessy. Yeah. I just <laughs> he was he was brilliant today. He just doesn't start running a lot. Uh, this his, his goal, his his first goal was just the coolness to be able to take the ball around the keeper. The to the dummy the defender didn't just sort of. Celebrate before he kicked it in the net. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was so unevident, like that goal, wasn't it? It was just happening in slow yeah. motion. It was just amazing. Honestly. He walked the ball into the net. <laughs> he was like, oh, come on then, let's get in, let's go. He started like, some shithouse. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was, just gonna, I was just going to ask you, is that the best individual performance of the season for many Everton player? It's hard to think back from... Of anymore because we've been so fucking shy. Oh no, I but, know what you mean. No, like... no, 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 I'm not having a go at you there. So I'm just trying to wreck my brains thinking of can I think of many better? And no, you're probably you're spot on actually. It's probably the best performance from a, a player we've seen this season. You can throw the goalkeeper in that there today as well. Of course, mate, yeah. But I think I mean, he does that all the time. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. But Dwight McNeil is I sit next to a fella in a match and he's always he's he's all the same, he's only got one foot. It's, it's not a bad it's not a bad foot though, is it that left foot like I mean and he doesn't <laughs> stop you can see why he won them belief tests. He doesn't stop running. Yeah. That, his fitness levels are just off the scale, honestly. Brilliant. Yeah, and it, paid, it paid off today. I mean, you know what? To even the, like I mean, we'll get on to his second goal. like I mean that that strike was just right in that in that top corner. It was just brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely fantastic. brilliant. Like you could tell he was kind of I think he was trying to see if there was someone that he could pass to and he was like bugger it and just shot it and well paid off didn't it so it, it was too much at that point though wasn't it Melinda I, I don't think my body could take any more then after when he no, fifth, no. I was like wow what is going on here well when when we were even four it was we were four up I thought nah we'll find we'll find a way to to go down five four like it's gonna happen that's the Evertonian in all of us oh, I think gosh, that's, yeah. just, that's our mindset even in injury time I thought we were gonna lose I thought I thought Fucked up this, this well, okay. team. Is I still crazy. think we're good. I still six, think it now. Six, six minutes whole now, ass yeah. minutes. Where did that even come from? Celebrate. There was not. <laughs> there was not that much stoppage. I'm sorry. I thought okay, max four. Maybe he'll go for four minutes. Maybe, but six. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a joke. Like, like literally. Not even trying to be biased here because obviously we are Everton supporters. But not oh. even, not even saying that. Just just. That was bullshit. There was nothing that extreme that happened in the second half to cause that kind of a uh, an add-on, added stoppage time. It was just ridiculous, in my opinion. That's a joke. 
doesn't matter now. They could have had a ten on. Yeah. Um, he let know what it was, though. He let Dwight McNeil score his, his second goal. That's what he done. That pass from Onana as well, by the way. Brilliant. I didn't even get onto mm-hmm. it until mm-hmm. after the game. We put that ball in. It was a fat, superb pass that by Onana. No, I mean, you look at it, them two shots. I know Neil Mopai. You see Neil Mopai's little flick to the core, right? Where did you get that from? I don't think that was him. I think it was somebody with a Neil Mopai shirt on, to be honest. I think with you. it might Or he tried to trap it and missed it. Yeah. Yeah, do do not try and, and come for my king, Neil Mopay. How dare you? Yes. You know how I feel about him. I will protect him at all costs. He's my my sweet little angel, my sweet little angel baby. But before we, uh, there's a couple of things I want to jump on. Like before we move on, does anyone ever say you could go through the whole team? We could be here all night talking about how great they all were. We've obviously picked out Jordan Pickford. He was brilliant. You know, Dwight McNeil. He was superb. Calvin Lewin mm-hmm. again. Mina. Mm-hmm. James Garner, the thought to come in. Michael I don't think I don't think you could have a go at any single eleven player today. No, I think they all no. done the jobs really well. I think Michalenko had a bit of a tough time, but that's solid match. But I think that was to be expected. I think we just you know what I at that point. But you don't. I, I, I did. I hmm. did feel like McNeil kind of was helping him out though quite quite a bit. Yeah, which is fine. Definitely. But um, yeah, you're right. If there was one. Sort of a little bit of a weak weakness. It probably was Mikalenko, but like that's not new to us, you know. But all in all, though, I do think he had a, a good game. I think yeah. it, you're right. We can't we can't fault any single player this match because they. You're right. They all did their jobs. I'll ask you a question, uh, Jamie. If that's all, like me, just, yeah? just gonna go back onto Calvert Lewin. I mean, just where, where do you think we would have been if, if? I know it's all hypothetical and we can't look back, but if we'd have had him. Um, since that maybe that Arsenal game, do you think we would just be playing the mid table now with nothing to play for? I don't think I don't think we'd be even bothered about the relegation zone. And that people might go, well you can't say I can say that because the three games he's been involved in, we've been a totally different side. A totally mm-hmm. different side. Um and the game before he got injured, we beat Arsenal at home. So it's just he gives it. He gives everything. He's such a nuisance to these defenders. You can tell. You know the goal, the, the first goal. Paul, that was like a bear camp t- sort of turn. The way he turned, Lewis Dunk like that. He doesn't get. A, he doesn't get any credit for his footballing ability. With Evertonians, he was brilliant. I think maybe a lot of Evertonians are starting to come around a bit now. But he's a lot better than what fans give him credit. People say oh, he's a six-yard box striker. He's not. He's a link-up striker. He can do everything. <laughs> Not even that as well, mate. You know, when he spins, they had the composure to pick out the core, right? Yeah. Most strikers sort of, you know, throw the foot through it and see what happens or all over it to pass. He just stopped, looked at him, and yeah, he put down the net. I just, he was, he's been believed the last couple of games, but today, yeah. he just terrifies defenders. He really does. And he lets Everton get fit, further up the pitch as well. He brings. Like McNeil into the game, he brings a Wolfie massive that, into the game. He's got that little bit of snidiness about him as well. He's doing stuff off the ball. Hmm. He's clattering, he's clattering into people off the ball and that. And I think that's the sign of him saying to us, "Listen, I'm, I'm, my body's all right. I'm fit." I, yeah. I mean, Melinda thinks he's fit anyway, even if he's not fit. So, but it doesn't matter. Listen, I, I, I get, oh, I, yeah. I get. Like, I get yeah, little twinges no... when I look at Calvert Lewin, so don't worry about yeah. that. There's no way you two can look <laughs> at me in good conscience right now and tell no. me that if, if if he came up to you hmm. and was like, "Hey, how you doing?" You would not just fucking melt. You absolutely would. He is no. an absolute dream, an absolute dream. But in all past. seriousness, though, like just yeah, 
I just want to have a little say on Calvert-Lewin, if that's okay as well. Go for yeah, it. We all know. Go for it. It was I, the monkeys anyway. Him. Yeah. But um, we're just we're just so different with with him on the pitch. And like I think Jamie, me, and you has spoke about this on the last pod as well. I think we did. But it's so, it's it's really hard to like sit here and not think like what could have been if he was fit this whole season. It's really hard not to think that. But I, I know we can't. I think we can do about it. We can't go back and change it. But just seeing like today he was like the old Calvert-Lewin today like you're right yeah. he has that bit of you know he's kind of got his swagger back he's got a little bit of cockiness back which is I think a good thing but he's starting to feel comfortable and confident in his own skin I really think now like mentally spiritually emotionally physically he's like really aligning and, and you can and you can really see it now on the pitch like would, you, he, would you give Sean Dice a lot of credit for that though because remember when he got injured and we were like listen he's walked off there we don't even know what's wrong with him and then people are saying well maybe Finally, getting up. He, he wanted to check where are we sleeping his car and his mattress yeah. and his diet and everything else. So maybe they have really looked in in depth as to what he's doing in his life, and it, it's actually worked. You know what? One hundred percent. I I I agree. Sorry, Jamie. Uh, to, oh, to you go in there, for it, Gail. Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. Um, but I honestly do. I think maybe he actually feel. I mean, we don't know what's happened in the past with he who shall not be named. Freaking. Ew, face. We know what you mean. And then, and oh, then, obviously, bad. and then we've got, I mean, a, a Lampard as well, which I, I don't, I don't think. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say? Sorry, I wasn't. I was too bad. Have you ever seen Sorry. I got distracted. There's a really cute mm. dog that just walked outside my flat, so I was like really distracted by the dog. Anyway, uh. um, yeah. So, and then of course with, with Lampard, which I don't think Lampard necessarily you know it was it was anything negative going on there per se but yeah I just I just think he probably feels cared for respected as a player and not like you know he's not just like taking the piss but I think Deitch did come in and took a very different approach to things and Calvert-Lewin probably thinks wow like you know it's it's not just me it's not like it's not, I, just, I don't not want to play like things like that you know and, and I think a lot of the fans as well were on his back there was a lot of questions about what's going on is it to do with the physio rehabilitation staff at, at good like you know at Finch Farm like what's yeah. actually going on here so Deitch I think did come in and go let's just analyze every single aspect of your life and see what the heck is going on with you here and it has paid off I mean does it suck that we're in the position we're in well not anymore because we're 16 <laughs> but I mean like all in all like it would have been obviously great not to be in this position again yeah. fighting a relegation battle again and not picking up points and losing games all over the gaff so I do think I mean, in a way, it probably has paid off because now if we can keep him fit and if we can stay in the Premier League and we can hold on to Calvert-Lewin, I do think we will see the best of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And hopefully it's at Everton. <laughs> Pans are singing his name out as well. Did you notice hmm. when he's coming off? Do you actually have a song for him? And they've never had a song for him? No, I don't think they have, actually. No, I think you actually made it at Everton when you get your own song. Like He's played a I huge part in this. He has massively. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, Sean Dice for me, he's got to a lot of credit. And I know what he's just saying about, you know, he's analysed his mattress and his car. And I think he's probably gone in, gone to the players, stop putting, stop leaning on him. He's obviously not fit. He's obviously doesn't, he can't get fit. You need to find a way out to win without this lad. He's putting too much pressure on him. And I think he's probably said to Carl Lewin, you just come back when you're ready. I'm going to try and find a way to win without you. Yeah. And we, I need you. But you just go away, get yourself fit. Don't don't worry about anything, and come back when you're ready. Which I don't think the others did. 
I think Lampard was very much, I need you, you know, can you play today? You, you, how, what percentage are you at? And the lad, Ed probably fell off going, oh, these, are, these are struggling without me here. Which we have, let's be honest, we have struggled without him this season, but he looks sharper. This is the best, this, this is the sharpest I've seen him. Looks confident. Ancelotti. Looks very yeah. confident. Yeah. Very. I mean, for the team that are fighting for their lives, a lot of them look confident. Confident. Sorry, yeah. my voice has just gone there. Huh? A lot of them look confident, don't they? That's what Paul I noticed are, today. Paul, are you sick by chance? Or? Um, I might be a little bit sick here. Just <laughs> only a little Paul. bit. <laughs> a little bit poorly, isn't it? When you get when you get past thirty five, you'll understand that these little bugs they, they affect you a lot more. Oh God! Well, Paul's pushing eighty, so I mean, <laughs> gotta be rough times. Can't relate. I'm a spring chicken. Well, me. I'm gonna do it anyway, and it's gonna be hard for you. But give me a man of the match. Oh, Jamie! I knew you were gonna do this. I know. I know, man. Anyway, go on then, Paul. Let Melinda have a little think. Do I Yeah. Easily, he's just he gets he gets better as the game goes on. Dwight McNeil, I've noticed that his fitness levels are that good that he, when everybody else is dying around him, he gets better. And yeah, that's just looking after himself, conditioning and stuff like that. Brilliant, no, yeah, man of the match for me, Dwight McNeil. But I'd say man of the match today, Everton. Everybody got it right, but McNeil, man of the match for me. Yeah, super. Can't argue with that for me. Like, what about you, Yeah, Dwight McNeil. Um, it was either McNeil or Patterson, but I think to get two goals and an assist, and let's be honest, he probably gets he should you know he caused the keeper to do that, didn't he? So he, he was unstop- he was just madness today. He was just on a different level to everyone else, which I think he's been sort of sneaking in the last few games, but today we've really seen the difference. Uh, yeah. So for me, Dwight McNeil. What about you, Melinda? You've got to give me one. See, I'm like really torn between. Say who you I'm, who you want it to be. It doesn't have to be what you think everybody. Yeah. Else is. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah, of course. Like, um, well, obviously Dwight Dwight McNeil for me, but I'm sorry, it, it would not have been the game it was today without Jordan Pickford. I feel like I always picked Jordan Pickford though, but he was absolutely outstanding today, and we would yeah. not have gotten the result that we did if it was not for Jordan Pickford because they yeah. came into that second half heavy like heavy they were hammering shots left and right i was like how is how this hasn't equalized i don't know but he was just phenomenal today so it's got to be like for it's it's mcneil and 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 pickford for me yeah we're gonna have a little sharesies a little mcpickford pick neil pick neil there you go there you go no i was gonna I'm going to mention them. Listen, you could hear them right all the whole way through that that game, and them away fans deserve every single second of that, and every single oh, second of the yeah. culture on the way home. Um, people might go, "Don't get carried away. Get carried away. Just have it. Just have your night. Have your moment." Yeah. It hasn't yeah. come round too often this season. We've been through the mud. We've been dragged actually against Newcastle at home. You know, you've gone from that to this. Just. Enjoy yeah. every moment of it. Go into work tomorrow with your chest all dying. And go, yeah, you know what? You know, why can't we? Yeah, yeah. Every one of them is great. I mean, that's a that's a journey and a half. That Brighton. I mean, and let's be honest, most of them must have went down there and thought, oh, here we go again. Nothing, nothing's going to happen. And Everton have just put in a. Um, listen, we don't forgive Everton for what they've done to us this season. It's not about that, but it's just about getting to the end of the season now. And if they can keep putting performances in like that, then it'll reward the fans who 
spend all the money and all give up loads of time to go down there. And that's all you could hear on the telly was them. And it's uh, it's for you. And if you're listening on the coach on the way home, have a drink for us as well. Well Absolutely. done. You're brilliant. And obviously we'll do a preview, uh, uh, Manchester City preview for when we beat them because no, that's got an easy game in it. Oh, they're yeah. shitting themselves now, Man City. No. Like. Oh, I yeah. think they'll There's be more no worried way. about us than Real Madrid. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you know what? All joking aside, they probably are. <laughs> they I mean, are. that that was a... Like, we battered them today. I'm sorry. Like, but we did. Like, that was... Do you know what we did today? What they did to us at Goodison? Fair enough, yeah. yeah. We did ex- we've just brightened Brighton at Brighton. <laughs> Suck it! <laughs> <laughs> We're but fucking no, listen, massive! <laughs> It's bus bus today, and we can enjoy every bit of it. I know we got a bit carried away in the uh, the intro there, but we've had some crap this season, pure crap to to have to come on this pod and look at each other and think, oh, we're really gonna go through this again. So we're yeah. gonna, we're gonna enjoy this one. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, people who listen to this podcast know that I am just a also a massive shit house, just like Dwight McNeil. Um, yeah. and obviously, I'm just I laugh and I joke a lot, and I mean, I know like. It, it, it this it doesn't stop here we still have three very important games to go and and we do have to put, continue to push and um just have performances like we had today massively you know it, it it doesn't stop here we have to keep going but yeah i think as evertonians with a very very difficult run um just enjoy yeah. the moment just enjoy this <laughs> take it in you're right and enjoy it you're right and listen we've got to go and play as I said in the last pod, probably the greatest team in the world. So we all woke up this morning thinking I'll take a point. Every single Evertonian said we'll take a point. And yeah, there's people out there that are dead optimistic that we'll win. And you've got to have that hope, but no one expected that. No one in this country had that result. So we'll take that. Um, Paul, have you got your final thoughts on, on, on tonight, mate? Yeah, sorry, I just lost my connection for a minute there. Um, final thoughts? It's give us all hope again, hasn't it? I'm yeah. hopeful again now that, you know, you could probably say now next Sunday, because of that, what we've just done there tonight is a bit of a free hit. Let's just go at them. Let's just have a go and try and win. If we win on Sunday, we stay up. I, I, I'll be that bold and say that. If we win on Sunday, we stay up. So I'm buzzing tonight and we all deserve it. So up the fucking toffees. I'll do, mate. Up the toffees. Sports Social Podcast Network.